Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. A bottle of Lucas Complete Fuel Treatment can clean your system and help your engine get more MPGs. Right now, you can get two bottles for only $9.99. A great deal to help you go a great deal farther. Find Lucas Complete Fuel Treatment and everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any one of our 6,300 stores. Get in the zone, zone. Restrictions apply. Always follow, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Go to OddsTrader.com. Good show lined up today. Peter King on the program in 30 minutes. His uh, Monday morning column is must-read, has been must-read for as long as I can remember uh, with his thoughts and breaking down the NFL every single week. How about some nuggets to digest, digest, Paulie, from week one? Some numbers that maybe... Stand out a little bit here. Yards per attempt. Michael Lombardi is you know loves this big deal. It is a big deal. Um, it's week one, and you know you need to take a lot of things into consideration, like opponents. Uh, it's only a blip on the radar, that kind of a thing. Jimmy Garoppolo yards per attempt twelve point six against the Lions. Now the yak was pretty good. Samuel had that long touchdown that uh, you know certainly helped out there. But Matthew Stafford twelve point three yards per attempt taken. By, I mean twenty six passing attempts, and he threw for three hundred and twenty yards in that game. Bears defense. Miserable. Well, yeah, where were you? I yep. mean, blown coverages. I mean, the, 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 the cup touchdown's an embarrassment. Mayfield taking shots, 11.5 yards per attempt. Russ, 11. Joe Burrow, 9.7. The bottom five yards per attempt for quarterbacks. Goff and Roethlisberger, 5.9. Steelers not going deep very often. Uh, Andy I don't D- like that. Nah. It's, I don't want to see that for like, the same stuff as last year. Mm-hmm. I want shots down the field. Me too. You have Claypool. Right, you have other now. Johnson was banged up a little bit, obviously, but you have other guys. You can make it happen. Andy Dalton, five point four yards per attempt. He did not complete a pass over ten air yards versus the Rams. There's uh, there was good tweets out there. Uh, there's so much the route running, what they were calling. Oh. What, what's Nagy doing? Oh my God! Did you see the routes for um, Allen Robinson? Yeah, 
Yeah. It, it just it's it hurts because yeah. I love Allen Allen Robinson. There's uh, no reason to play him if you're going to run your offense like that. Correct. You might as well just put Fields in there if everything's going to be dink and dunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Allen, 5.3 yards per attempt. He did not look good. Aaron Rodgers, 4.8. Uh, That'll change against the Lions. And here you go, Matt Ryan, 4.7. We talked about it yesterday. Falcons going to be looking back like midway through the season, end of the year. Maybe we should have no, thought already. quarterback at number four. Already. Already? Yes. Yeah. It was silly. Matt Ryan's cooked. You have to address it at some point. <laughs> Don't take a tight end that early. I know what you felt about the San Francisco connection. I think you can take a tight end that early. Go uh, and, and, and then he has four catches and he scores six points. What a disaster! But if you're the Falcons, you don't need a tight end. Uh, I mean, that's right, yeah. do, do something else. You needed so much. We need help everywhere. Go back and watch the first half of that game. They went right down the field the first two times they had the ball, and then once they got to the twenty yard line, the play calling. Mm. And then after that, it's like guys. Zero sense of urgency, and everything is under... It was bad. Um, see, I want to know how this... Like, the Eagles looked really good. Now you take on a 49ers defense. The secondary's banged up. Um, they have a you know, huge injury there. Mm-hmm. But the average completed air yards for Jalen Hurts, 3.4, lowest in the league. Good observation. You were all over that. Yeah. You so, said, well, how hard, good was Hurts? How good were the Eagles? Was it bad Atlanta? And Philly was moving the ball, but it was just... Like Lombardi was saying yesterday, teams will adjust uh-huh. to this. Falcons couldn't do it in-game. Patriots, surprisingly, could not do it against Tua in Game 1. But once people have more film on, on Hurts, they're going to be like, this is going to be pretty easy to, to stop. What are, we, what are we waiting here for? Um, average time to throw, Baker Mayfield, more than three seconds against that Chiefs defense. Something to file away there if they can't get a pass rush on and guys are comfortably back in the pocket. Bridgewater, 3.03 seconds per throw. Great for Teddy. Is that bad news against this, uh, you know, quote, good Giants defense? Well, Michael Lombardi was great on his podcast and also when he was on with us about a month ago just eviscerating the Giants. Can't evaluate talent. Correct. Horrible draft picks. Gettleman's lost. Garrett doesn't know what he's doing. Quarterback who keeps turning the ball over. You it's take, a pretty long list right yeah, there. Yeah. And just six, what, six of the last seven years they've had a losing record. And so I just, again, watching the Cardinals game, looking at the numbers – Going through the box score, trying to wrap everything up in your head. Kyler Murray had three seconds to throw. Third best in football this week. Titans now have to go from that offense, which was awesome on Sunday, to Russell Wilson and the Cardinals. I mean, and good, good luck slowing them down. You want Seattle? I'm not going to lay six. Someone was making the case for Tennessee yesterday. I was having, I, I can't go there. Uh, now I, your fans are back. Seattle's going to be rocking. I, I would, expect a big year out of Wilson. I mean, this Tennessee defense is so bad, and that's, that's the other thing. I, I disagree with the with the, the Minnesota-Arizona take. Who's who's blocking Jones and what? Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't slow down Cincinnati's yeah. defense. It was it supposed was, to be suspect. That Paul, was a, Allen, Paul Allen almost threw up running down their roster, he said. Yeah. Now here comes Jones after five sacks and and, and what? I, I I don't see it. Paulie, I'll tell you, we had three legitimate F grades for teams on Sunday. Packers, Titans, Falcons. The three that come to mind, they were that bad. I just what, the team total on the Seahawks, like first half and for the game, would look pretty juicy to me. I just I don't see the Titans getting getting a lot of stops against Seattle. And yep. and here's your big boy for player props. Well, first of all, as we saw last night, Darren Waller, like what are his player props going to look like on a, a night in night out basis now, on a weekly basis I should say. Is it going to be eight and a half catches? Is he going to be pushing you know ninety yards in a game for player props for yards? Maybe a little bit more. I want to. I want to throw this by 
Johnny Avello tomorrow when he's on from DraftKings. Can you put up number of targets? And maybe there's a book out there that offers targets as a prop. Like, what would a target prop be for Darren Waller? He had 19 last night. If I wasn't tracking that in-game yep. and you would ask me, I would have said he had 25 targets because that's the way it felt. Well, number but, one, I have a feeling that's not going to happen against the Steelers. Yeah, me too. But uh, it's moving forward, right. I mean, if it continues to stare him down and they car has a great rapport with him, that is a good prop. This is a good tweet from Field Yates again on a player prop or for fantasy purposes. Only uh, one. By the way, Waller played 81 snaps last night. Side note, 81 snaps. Like receivers were playing in the 50s. He played 81. Uh, Field Yates. Only one running back played every snap in week one. Najee Harris played 58 out of 58 total snaps. Uh, only 49 yards, 17 touches. As he points out, there's no doubt the Steelers plan to lean heavily on him all season. Bigger days are ahead soon. That could very well be against this Raiders defense on Sunday. So for those of you, and I, I play in a lot of fantasy. I do this guillotine league with Paul Charchi and stuff where if you're the lowest scoring team on a weekly basis, you get cut. A lot of people who had Najee got cut. Uh, I would not be panicking with Najee Harris. You're going to be fine. And, uh, you know, just we'll, we'll see what the numbers are going to look like. Maybe they're low for like a week two because what happened in week one and something to exploit there. And then we have Adam Chernoff coming up in an hour. Great NFL handicapper. He, I think he was 12-3 and three with his plays last week. Correct. Okay. He sent this out about the Jets, and he's a big Jets fan. Jets Patriots. The Jets offensive line allowed 17 pressures against Carolina. Wilson, 5 of 17. Jets running backs com- combined for 0.2 yards per rush before contact in 29 pass-blocking snaps versus New England. Every Miami offensive lineman allowed at least one pressure, and Miami gained 3.2 yards per rush. Brutal matchup for the Jets offensive line slash Wilson next week and without Becton. And you heard Matt Humans 20 minutes ago say that he bet the Patriots minus 3.5 on Sunday night. He still likes it at minus 5, the current number. was going to maybe add a little bit more there. And I'm seeing, by the way, the Chiefs-Ravens game now looks like it's about four at some spots. So that a little bit earlier. Great and, Sunday uh, night matchup. Great. Is it? Well, you, you, yeah, it's a great game, of course. Plus the, the you know the Mahomes September angle too with that game. Yeah, they didn't cover, but that's what is that now? Nine and one and nine ATS, one and ten ATS. Chiefs last eleven, last ten. Oh yeah, no, they're not covering I mean, games. What? They're not covering games. Uh-huh. Although I did take a, I may. And I can maybe come back on this, not that the number's going to go up, but that, that was my anticipation last night. And again, there was only one book here in Las Vegas that I found that left the number up last night, Chiefs-Ravens Week 2. I'm like, I, got, I had to bet the Chiefs in this mm-hmm. game, um, anticipating a move today, and you know, it got to four already this morning. Maybe it goes even higher. And the, the Ravens, I mean, what's to write home about last night after that performance? What really stood out? I thought Jackson was average. I mean, the fumbles were... Well, he played well, he, other than the fumbles, I know. But you can't turn the ball over. Yeah. But that was, well, yes. you got to include all of that. Yeah. Um, but then again, you're going against a, what could be a bad, what should be a bad defense. But Well, the Browns did pretty much whatever they wanted in week one. It's there. The Ravens can do things on offense. I'm talking about the Raiders. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't think, yeah. yeah. But, but, but the, just the, Sorry, the other thing, too, is we thought going in it was going to be a great division. But so far, the, uh, the NFC West is going to be brutal. Oh God! The what? I mean, they, 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 maybe they maybe it, it's only a seven-eight win team, and although Vrabel's going after everybody, he was pissed. Said it was stupid what Julio Jones did with the penalty. He went right. after everybody, but they won eleven games last year, and at home looked like a high school team. Arizona did whatever they wanted. Tannehill running for his life every play. They couldn't couldn't block Jones. What? Kyler was awesome. He was. 
And he has weapons. That was one of that, the... That's scary. If, if that's the worst team in the division, look out. Actually, here's another prop idea. In fact, I think this was up, right? We talked about this now that I think about it. Will all four teams from one division make the playoffs? Think about the pecking order here at the NFC. Not a great start for the NFC North. It's feasible. You only get one team out of that division, right? Probably one team out of the NFC East, the winner. That's it. You'll get the Buccaneers, and then it's, can the Saints have a better record? The Saints could possibly do it for sure. Um, Panthers, I can't get there yet with them. But I think it might be a battle to where all four teams could actually make it. You have the winner and then three wildcard teams. Great start for that division. The, the West divisions combined are right now. Right. And the horrible start for the NFC North. Yeah. Could continue with the NFC West. Right. Rams favored, Niners favored, Seattle favored, Arizona favored. Could go to eight now. Which team loses? Niners on the road against Philly? Mm. Here we go with the injuries already. I know, it's every year. Mostert's out year. eight weeks. Barrett's out for the year. How about that rookie, though? Stuff yeah, coming Mitchell. about the rookie? Yeah. It's a perfect Mitchell, trip for talking yeah, about? Mitchell, yeah. Yep, yep. It look, appears as if uh, Shanahan was really, like, he's such a, he's so good at being secretive. Like, nobody knew about this Mitchell kid. Evidently, he loved him. The scheme that he ran at college was like a perfect fit for what San Francisco does, evidently. So, uh, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll get into some of the uh, Coach of the Year numbers and uh, Heisman numbers as well. How they've dropped, specifically on this one pow- uh, Power 5 quarterback. Details on that coming up next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, it's really Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vsin.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only 22 bucks a month. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. So we will update and uh, you know, give opinions, tell you what we're betting, go down some possible narratives, because when it comes to awards, the people who vote on this do go by narrative a lot, which we pointed out now over the last couple of years in all sports. But we'll try to do this you know, often throughout the entire season. For example, the coach of the year numbers and how they've been adjusted before the season started, Staley was the shortest shot on the board. He was the front runner. And it made some sense, right? I mean... A lot of talent with the Chargers. The just the, the stink of Anthony Lynn being all over that team for the last you know handful of years. You wipe that away. You bring in some fresh blood, and all of a sudden, hey, they're a playoff team and they win eleven games. They're, that's an easy narrative. It's officially out of know, control, though. It is plus five fifty. Oh, there's no way. As low as five fifty now after one game. Come on, come on. You beat a backup quarterback. You scored 20 points, I mean, you know, you could have done a better job, but still. I, you I, can't I, bet plus 550. Yeah. Not I, after week I, one. I can see the McVeigh thing, too. And Pey- I've seen Peyton as high as 16. He's 12 at William Hill. Uh, Circle put it up when Jeff Davis comes in, gets his coffee, and gets his uh, breakfast from Chick-fil-A. I could see the McVeigh thing at 10 to 1. Stafford has a big year. They win the division, and it's, yeah. oh, McVeigh, he knew. Well, are you going to buy into the MVP angle then on Stafford? Uh, no. He dropped like a rock after week one. I, what are we doing here with this? Every time I put on the, this, oh, woe is me. He had never had anything to work with. That's lies. It's all lies. He had Only, Megatron for seven years. Uh, what are you guys doing? You call yourself an expert? How do you go on TV and say he never had any help? 
Oh, they're running. And I'm glad Bill Barnwell tweeted it out, too. He went down. Oh, he didn't have a defense. He didn't. And he went by every year what Brady had to work with. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with Antoine Smith. He had like 600 yards. Sure. Tom Brady also had some bad defenses and still was winning a ring. Get, get out of here yeah. with Stafford. Had nothing. Get out of here. Kelvin Johnson, top five wide Jesus. receiver of all time. No, had nothing. Had nothing whatsoever. Uh, Shanahan is pretty short as well. Uh, I'm looking across the board. Like 12, 13 to 1 on him. Uh, 14 to 1 here. This is at BetMGM. Peyton's at 14 to 1 at BetMGM. You want to fly on him at 14? Talked about this yesterday. There, did, I mean, this is simple to put together with Sean yeah. Payton. I think Circle have the best best numbers up for okay. today. But that's and for the, I, I, I want Payton though. There, there is definitely an angle here for those of you new to the show, and we talked about this in the summertime. I know Mike Palm has him at thirty-five to one. Makes a lot of sense. Palm bet that. Palm bet it at thirty-five to one. Okay. But it's just it's all things considered, no more Drew Brees. They lost some guys on defense. The Michael Thomas news. Right. Uh, the fact that they were going to have to play games in different locations. Bingo. Okay. What if they don't have a home game till week eight? Sure. There's another one. And if they go, if if they, if they go ten and seven, and Jameis Winston is like in the mix for comeback yeah. player of the year, Payton's got a shot. Sure, yeah. Thirty interceptions. Yeah. If he doesn't turn the ball over and he has a yeah, uh, yeah there it is. There it is right there. Yeah. I, I really like that bet. Although I mean, already it's week one, so we'll dial it down here, but. You have some really good candidates again this year. Like last year, the coach of the year, you could have made the case for like three, four guys. Mm-hmm. The case is going to be there maybe down the road for Brian Flores, who was in it last year. If the Dolphins contend in the NFC, AFC East, potential playoff team, Tua looks good. They win 10, 11 games. He'll be in the mix. I'll give you another one. Not that I think he's uh, done a good job because he, he did a bad job last year. Uh, Kingsbury, though. I could see that. First or second place team. Okay. Murray has a breakout year. Well, you were all in yesterday on Vic Fangio. It's one week. What do you mean all in? Well, you said you think this is going to be the new Vic, where we're going to be going for it on fourth downs. I was shocked. I was shocked to 180. I was shocked when you said that on the air. Well, what? It's been one game, Paul. Yeah, but he 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 never did that last year. He he did it like three or four times. No, I understand. One of them, he did it from midfield. I'm just telling you, I'm not buying in that this is who he's going to be over the next 16 games. But if he is, and they, again, there's a lot of ifs we're throwing around here. It's week one. But... There are definitely angles here. You and I agree that uh, Payne's probably the best guy. I, would, I think I think we're getting carried away with comeback player of the year with the uh, Winston one game. Okay, four to one now. Four no, to no, one. No, it totally makes sense. Come on, it totally makes sense. That's nah, too much. That, that, that's that's ridiculous. But why? G- give me name me a player that should be ahead of him. McCaffrey in, was unbelievable. That well, Dak was another one. But that okay, you said said McCaffrey. Yeah. Burrow also coming off a major injury. But you're probably going to wins and losses there, too. But I'm not saying you want to rank them. Yeah, I would go Dak, McCaffrey, Winston. But I just think at this point, now down to three or four to one. I would also say, like, comeback player of the year. Right? Who said this last year? Like, what are you coming back from? Yes. Joe Burrow was a rookie. Like, what's he coming back from? Yes, it's an injury for sure. Okay, fair. But, like, you need to be bad a lot of times in order to come back and be good. Jameis Winston was so bad, he couldn't play last year. He but could it, not play in the league. You need a significant injury, though. No, you that, don't. You need to be really bad no, like I think he for was. No, I, I, no, the Dak thing, come on. The but, Dak yeah, thing, crying that, on the field. That's and, why Dak yeah. deserves to be the shortest shot in the board. But I, I'm, I'm telling you right now that Jameis Winston, the angle here for him to win it, absolutely exists and it's real. Well, maybe he should have been the quarterback. Or maybe he should have been ahead of Hill and maybe got more playing time with huh? a noodle arm. We no. even said it on the broadcast Sunday, poking him, poking fun at himself. I don't know. Well, he was so bad. He threw 30 INTs. Is that bad? Last time we saw him, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, he put up big numbers, too. 
When was the LASIK surgery? Was it after that season? Was it- I, uh, I can't Maybe. remember. Can't recall. All right. Thanks, Dustin. Um, yeah. Here's the thing with the MVP. First of all, it's going to be difficult every single year to beat out Patrick Mahomes for the MVP. That's well established. Beyond that, mm-hmm. and I, you know, you want to scoff at Stafford to win the MVP. He's still fifteen to one at some spots when he's been lower, like fifteen to one right now after Week One. If you want to get on board, he's seven fifty at other spots. But I mean, the players he's going to have to beat out, like Kyler Murray. I had him last year at thirty to one. I thought it was live, like. You know, at a certain point of the season, it never got there. Russell Wilson, again, there will be a narrative here if he plays really well, because we heard it last year. I'd rather have Wilson over Stafford, not even close. Right, because that was a major talking point. Wilson's never received one MVP vote. But then Aaron Rodgers just said, well, hold on a second here. I'm going to have the season of my Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have I even brought up Brady yet? Tommy. Those two INTs, again, were not on him. He could have thrown for, if Goodwin doesn't fumble, Godwin doesn't fumble, uh, and they're, you know, in theory, a 12-13 win yep. team. He threw 40 touchdowns last year. you got to be Brady out. Yep. For, and at 44 years old, and he's going to put up monster numbers? Yep. Ah, Von Miller, 25-1. to 1. That's a good angle. Okay. No, I can that's buy good, in. Yep, I'll buy into that. Yep. Von Miller should be up yep. there, too. Yeah. Well, well, that's the other thing. Brady's going to put up big numbers also this guy. I mean, what's he going to do against Atlanta? I mean, come on. They give up 30 points to Philly at home. He should do whatever he wants. Okay. And I hope they put the gas down like the entire game, by the way. Unless it's like 45 to 10 in the fourth quarter, then you can yank them. Just, just keep going. Philly, Chicago, New Orleans, eh, Giants, Colts. I'm looking at the schedule. Okay, yeah, well, he's gonna, it's Tom Brady. He's going to yeah. put up numbers regardless, but that's. Uh, and then, FYI, how about the numbers and how they've dropped in the Heisman race? Here at Circa, anyway, they moved Matt, Corral, uh, Matt Corral to uh, plus 450. Yeah. Plus 450 already. Yeah. He's a second shot on the board behind I, Young. I know. It was Louisville and another cupcake. They played a cupcake last week. That, that's getting carried away. But uh-huh. that's, they also have, this is great, they have a yes-no on Young. You can bet the no on Young. He's plus 320. And then, uh, what is it, 440 four, four on the no. Uh, I'll tell you, Stroud's been great, though, for Ohio State. Has been. Was for, it his? Was he, it? he was taking some grief and heat on Twitter. Guy had 400 yards. Defense stinks. Yep. It's not his fault. Mm-hmm. Can't score every drive. Not like you know, Oregon's got some players. No, here's That's, the thing. Like now, how they, about how about Ritter? Is there a chance here? Monster game. Here we go now. They play Indiana, and Indiana's got injuries. Yes, they on do. The defense. Yes, they do. So now it's Indiana by week at Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Here it is. For can can Ritter get some steam here? Can you buy buy on Ritter now, and then maybe have some breakout games, monster games to beat Indiana and Notre Dame back to back in his. His number plummets. Well, what happened to the Natty over the weekend? Was that a classic look-ahead spot? Yeah, it was 42-7. They won 42-7. It was 7 nothing right away, and the well, team was going up and down the field with them, and then it was 7-7. Seven, seven, like, well, like, Alabama struggled for a little bit. No, no, too. Well, I, mean, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. Here's the thing. Here, would, here's what you have to decipher, right? Will voters give it to a non-Power 5 quarterback? If the numbers are there? I don't know. Cincinnati, yeah. Look where they're ranked already. They're already buying in. Where'd Milton finish? Number four? I don't recall. In the high school. It's a different was... ball game, though. This is a different ball game. It is? Uh, with the, if, if he beats Indiana and since. Well, that's the other thing. What does Indiana finishes with a record? But if he beats Indiana and since. In, uh, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame, and they're already yeah. ranked in the top seven, and they already have the hype coming off a big year, if he puts up video game numbers, yeah. Well, Stanford Steve was making the case earlier in the year. Yeah, he was. Yeah. At a good price. If they go undefeated, like would they Now's give? Now's the time. Now's would the they time. Give a, if you yeah, like. that kid the nod over uh, a quarterback who has one loss. I mean, is that big for the voters? 
Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Mm. Did, did RG3 have three losses when he, he won it? Yeah. He did. Maybe you throw that out. I can tell you this, I want no part of Rattler. Oh, no, no, no. No part no. of it. And if he beats me, he beats me. That's fine. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is going to be a lot of fun coming up next. Peter King uh, will join the program, not to overreact after last night's loss by the Ravens. But you know about the injuries and how they looked. Now with the Chiefs on deck, uh, is it maybe a little bit of panic time? Could the Ravens be in for a long season? We'll ask Peter about that coming up next. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Points Bet, it's one of the fastest growing online gaming operators in the U.S., offering all of the traditional fixed odds markets as well as the world's most exciting and exclusive sports betting format, Points Betting. Download the Points Bet app now, get a $2,000 risk free bet at sign up, and when you bet with Points Bet, you're going to get faster bets, withdrawals, and rewards at your fingertips. Download, uh, download their app today. Experience this uh, premium sportsbook for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21-plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. The great Peter King is kind enough to join us here on a Tuesday morning. His column, Must Read, has been for years. Football morning in America. Uh, it's good to have you on the show today, Peter. Thanks for the time. How are you? Hey, everything's going good, guys. That was fun last night. I bet out in your neck of the woods, it's a... Uh... It was a little party last night. Yeah, it definitely was. In fact, I, when we got into the studio this morning, I don't think it had stopped here at Circa where we broadcast from, but the city was on <laughs> fire last night for sure. I, not, not to overreact, and I hate doing this after week one, but, you know, some things stand out more than others. And based on what we saw, you know, a little bit last night with the Ravens secondary, all things considered here, Peter, their second, you know, the, the, all of the injuries rolled into one now. The Chiefs on deck in week two. Could they be in some trouble here? Well, obviously, you know, the early schedule for the Ravens is tough. Their division is tough. And, you know, if they're going to make the playoffs, they can't lose many of the winnable games like last night. But I look at the Ravens after Kansas City, and I see Detroit, Denver, and Indianapolis. And so, I mean, that's why it's so dangerous after week one or even after week two, unless you're looking at a team that is consistently bad. Like, you look at the Giants. The Giants, I'm not calling it a must win on Thursday night, but the Giants have started 0-2 in seven of their last eight years. Mm. The Giants have to somehow, some way, turn this thing around, and it doesn't look like they will. Baltimore, on the other hand, to me, um, you know, after watching that game early yesterday, there's no question in my mind, Baltimore is going to be okay. The question is, are they going to be good enough? And quite honestly, is their quarterback consistent enough for them to put together a run that can take them far into the playoffs? I I thought it was a discouraging game for Lamar Jackson last night. Mm -hmm. And Lamar Jackson, A, needs to be better. B, can't turn it over like that. C, uh, in big games, you've got to win big games in the fourth quarter and in overtime. And he just wasn't there last night. Totally agree. 
Uh, it's Follow the Money here on Visa and Peter King, our guest. You had some very strong quotes uh, after the Saints win and the destruction, quite frankly, at the hands of uh, the Green Bay Packers on Sunday when Sean Payton uh, told you that it, uh, there was no bigger statement in the NFL than their win. And uh, Jameis Winston, when you, I thought this was great, Peter. When you asked him, and he had five touchdowns, as you pointed out, what's the play you're most proud of? He actually brought up an incompletion and a, uh, a pass that he threw away. So some progress here from Jameis Winston. I liked the Saints before the season started. Are you buying in here with this team? I think so. I mean, the one thing I liked about the Saints in this game is that, you know, look, I, everybody was looking at Winston, 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 but the fact is, mm-hmm. you know, as Cam Jordan told me in training camp, we are not Drew Orland. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, have, we have a really good defense, and that defense really showed up against the Packers. All they need is for Jameis Winston to be efficient. And left unsaid in that is all they need is for Jameis Winston to not be a turnover machine. And I think he showed in his first game that he's got a good chance to be able to play uh, efficient football. But again, Bill Parcells used to say, you know, they don't sell insurance for this kind of stuff. And I think right now when I look at the Saints, I look at a team that, could do something in a very, very big way this year. This it, it, Amazingly, Breeze could leave, and they finally could win another Super Bowl at some point soon. But if they do, it'll be on the backs of their defense, clearly as much as it will be with Jameis Winston. How about the team they blew out? And if the the, the Rodgers thing was, I don't know, they, yeah. the, the, I, mean, that was, I don't know what it is when they go to California and Florida that they look like that. Well, mostly it's it's playing really good teams. And, you know, in my mind, you know, I, there might be something to this humidity thing with Rodgers. I don't know. I still think it's a little more coincidental than that. Um, but I do think the one thing about the Packers that would be discouraging if I were Matt LaFleur, I didn't see a lot of fight in that team. I didn't see a lot of uh, a lot of pissed off players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Rodgers was just sort of almost flippant at times, and that's that's the way he is. But I do think there are some times when the leaders of your team need to kind of take the team by the throat and say, "We're not going down like this." And they just sort of sat back and took it. Now, that's that's easy for me to say. I'm sitting here watching the game on television, as we all are. So I don't know what is happening like at halftime or or post game or whatever but that team does not seem did not seem in that game anyway in the second half to have a lot of fight. Yeah, that's an interesting observation. Uh how, how does this end and when does this end with Watson? What stay away from the team, we're going to pay you not to play the report that they were offered 3 ones and 3 threes before the draft. What happens here? I'm I'm not positive that they were offered that much. I know the Carolina Panthers made an incredible offer to them. I don't know what it is, but I know that they made an incredible offer for Deshaun Watson, and they're lucky, as of right now anyway, uh, that the Texans didn't take it. And I believe this is going to continue until there is some, uh, some resolution of all the legal issues that he has. So... 
I think this is going to go on. Tyrod Taylor is going to play for them. Eventually, uh, it's going to get resolved. But I think there's a good chance that it's not going to be resolved until after the season. Mm. Uh, I, I, this is a, a weird story from yesterday. Some stuff that was kicked around on social media. I have no idea what to think of, about it. Are you hearing anything potentially with Urban Meyer about how he might be uncomfortable already after week one as the head coach down in Jacksonville? No, not really. Okay. No, I mean, he. I, and again, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I mean, I know Urban Meyer a little now, but I don't know him well. Uh, look, I, I will just say this: that Urban Meyer, early on, uh, in his when he was considering this job, he talked to Jimmy Johnson often. Jimmy Johnson was basically Urban Meyer's godfather in this process. And when Jimmy uh, was talking to Urban Meyer, he said, listen, I came from incredibly successful programs just like you did. My first year was an absolute abject disaster, and we went 1-15. And And Jimmy convinced me in the offseason, Urban is ready for this. He understands that there could be a year or two of pain and all that. But, you know, you've got to go through it, too. So we'll see how Urban Meyer deals with it when he goes through with it. But And again, look, because I don't know Urban Meyer, I can't tell you what deep, dark thoughts are going through his head. But I would be – I saw some of those things yesterday, and mm-hmm. that really surprised me. We, we talked about this before you came on. We really enjoyed the broadcast with Eli and Peyton. What did you think? Yeah. I, I watched the first half on regular TV with the regular – uh, group, uh, the Steve Levy, Levy, Brian Greasy, Lewis Riddick group. And then uh, I watched Peyton and Eli in the second half, and I thoroughly, just like everybody else, I thoroughly enjoyed them. You know, the story about the NFL not giving him the ref's address because they thought he was going to go egg his house or, you know, or torment <laughs> the poor guy. But, it, you know, a lot of those inside stories were fun. It was fun to hear Russell Wilson just sit back and analyze football uh, instead of being a programmed interview. Um, I I thought it all was really entertaining. And to me, I I think ESPN, uh, and I'm sure they want to do this. This is only supposed to be 10 games this year. Man, it's got to be every game. I I, I just think it's going to turn out to be too popular for them not to have Eli and Peyton every Monday. Yep, you're spot on. Totally agree. Read his column every Monday, Football Morning in America at NBC Sports. The great Peter King with us here on Follow the Money. Uh, you're the best, Peter. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. Hey, appreciate you having me on, guys. Thank you. You got it. Thanks. Yeah, that's he's that's another one, by the way. Only 10 weeks. When people when this really starts to take off and they realize how good this is, they're going to be like Peyton. We, we got to do it every single Monday night. They don't need guests either. No, no. They he, get in the way. They that's my that was my biggest thing last they night. They got in the way. I actually wanted more Eli Manning, something I thought I would never say. Yeah, got a personality. He, he was really good. Right. Peyton was awesome. The Kelsey thing was weird too. Like he didn't know who they played. Yeah. You play the Ravens, the team you're watching. Yep. <laughs> was nuts. Yep. Maybe he was joking around, but but still. Uh, other reaction and a recap of last night and a look ahead to some of these week two numbers for the Raiders and Ravens coming up next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook, the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. They have you covered for the NFL season, same game parlays and all matchups. And they're bringing back their Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. $1 million Beat the Spread Challenge. Thousands of dollars given away each week. 
Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play SugarHouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21. Great to talk to Peter King. The other thing, too, I thought was interesting. I, I don't need to guess, and I am. Peter King is totally fine if that's the game. Yeah. yeah. You if don't that's the that. broadcast? Yeah. How, I much, how much they brought to the broadcast and how entertaining it was yesterday. And they're just getting started. Yes. And not to mention, you're going to... I, if you have to get in film film mode, like we should have a blowout next Monday with the Packers and Lions, Peyton Manning telling stories about if I didn't like the play, I would pretend that I couldn't hear him in my headset. Think you can break that down? I mean, that is how many stories? The peanut butter and jelly. The uh, combine the stories that these two guys have. Yeah, what they play for? I'm going to guess top of my head. I don't know. 35 years they played together combined. Different opponents every single week. Boom. And he's cause he. How many guys like Ray Lewis? Well, there's only one Ray Lewis. But how many guys did he play like that over his career? People were loving him last night. Well, rightfully so. So sure. the look-ahead numbers here, uh, the Chiefs were two-and-a-half against the Ravens. It's Now I'm looking at uh, three-and-a-half, mostly fours across the board. And the Raiders were getting, well, it was five-and-a-half or six before the game. Yeah. I'm seeing pretty much the same thing. There might be a five out there, actually, if you look around um, Pittsburgh. You know who else would have been? I tweeted this out last night. I couldn't help but think of it. In an NBA format like that, Kobe Bryant would have been the best of it. It would have been television gold. Mm-hmm. With the way that Many he people can, said that, but he wasn't really into he, it. He didn't really want to do yep. it. Analyzing yep. the game in real time, breaking down what's going to happen, and just like... Yep. Yeah, it would have well, been they're going to get big-time guests, too. They can get on whenever they sure. get all these people they want. I mean, I thought it was hilarious with Barkley. I laid nine with the Rams and took three and a half with the Raiders. <laughs> I already got even, he said. The Rams got me even, he said. Well, and uh, Peyton at, had fun with that. At least he didn't get the Raiders plus three. Yeah. Right? That was the absolute rock bottom of the game last night. Can you believe it dropped down that far? No, I'm not surprised. Because of all the injuries, Las Vegas, only game in town. Yeah. All the injuries, Everyone I think, part of the reason why. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Although, uh, the, the other thing, too, what are we up to now? Mahomes thirty-five to zero touchdown INT ratio in September games. Yeah, <laughs> and he hasn't lost. And it took eleven was, and zero. Now. We, we got a uh, we got a tweet on that during the break. We haven't brought up that Derek Carr was rusty. No preseason for Derek Carr. Didn't Peterman take basically every single snap for the Raiders in the preseason? He did. No, he did take. I believe it was. I, I, th- I think one guy. There was came one in. guy that came I in. I never heard snap. of him. He came in. Yeah. So no Derek Carr. Right. Super and and Mariota had the long run. Yep. And then Carr got better in the second half. Yeah. Tanny Hill. COVID, no preseason, looked awful. Aaron Rodgers, no preseason, looked terrible. Matt Ryan, Falcons, no. Mm-hmm. Did he play in the pre? I don't think he played in the preseason. Kyle Pitts got if out there he, for a couple did, of snaps. I think that it was, was only it. a series or two. Yeah, yeah but right, they yeah. looked horrendous. Uh-huh. So, and I like what Matt Humes was saying earlier too. Like a lot of look at. I know you're saying about the Vikings Cardinals. If this number gets to like five, I think we're getting carried away here at some Mitch, point. Mitch, I live and breathe. I'm from there. They never win games like this. Hey, I'm not talking about winning. I'm talking about covering like a four well, and a half, I know maybe a five point okay. spread. Yeah, if it gets that high, it's a different ball game. They could have a close loss. They're not. I don't think they have an answer for Arizona's pass oh. rush. And, and, the, and uh, they, well, I mean, it's just a perfect storm. They got the whole mess in the locker room with Bubble Boy. You got a coach on the hot seat. He's furious. He's if there's no one behind Cousins, they were thoroughly outplayed by the Bengals. And how bad were the Bengals in preseason? Or at least with the camp and all the reports about how bad the offense looked. Okay? And uh, the mm-hmm. defense is supposed to be better. I didn't see it. 
Oh, the defense got all these guys back. I didn't see it. I mean, that's 21-7. You know, the other thing, and I, I like this win probability and you got to go for it and be aggressive. I think we're, it's flipping too much now. In college, everyone's passing on field goals and it's coming back to bite them. And what Zach, now the, the advanced metrics and uh, guys are saying the win probability went up 2% when Taylor went for it at his own 29. Okay, I, I don't know. I think it's a bad move to go Switzer there where you're in complete control and up 14. You know, sometimes you got to use that, your head. That flipped the game. It's that situational football, yeah. I mean, the Vikings couldn't do anything offensively either against the Bengals defense. So you want to point to, well, they're driving, they're going to win the game. Uh, Cook fumbles. They're down 21-7 in the second half, and they were gifted a touchdown. I want to point out a couple more potential overreactions this week. And Matt yeah. Humans was on this again a little bit earlier. I'm seeing right now there's a spot couple spots. Saints are up to four. Again, this was a pick'em before Sunday. A pick'em. And maybe the power rating was off on the Saints Good before game. then. Intriguing game. Now. It is. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But four? Panthers are at home. Panthers can be decent this year. Sure. I fully anticipate a turnaround from Darnold had Sam his moments. Yeah. Yeah. He had his moments. Like he's, there's nothing wrong with just dumping it off to McCaffrey every other play. Right. Because that, he, that he, worked against the Jets, and he was, uh, he was phenomenal in the win. And put it this way, he has... Several weapons to use there. And now it's coming back a little bit. And I, I do agree with this one. Even though Tennessee, again, I gave a complete F grade to. <laughs> that was six yesterday for a minute. Now it looks like it's down to five or five and a half. That could be <clears throat> kind of an overreaction to what we saw in week one. The Seahawks, six at home. A lot of points. I'm with you, too, with your Saints angle. What did, what did uh, Peyton tell Winston? Don't eat the cheese. Yeah. Parcells line. It's a part. Uh, Peyton said we had the biggest statement of the week. What we did to Green Bay. Everyone's kissing their ass and telling them how great they are and how what a win! Oh my God! You okay? Well, now you got to go on the road. Well, and factor in a couple of injuries now. Key guys defensively. Four already, I think, is a buy. I can't imagine it's going to get much higher right. than four. Great job, Winston. Now do it again. Right. Go out there. Don't turn it over. Throw a couple touchdowns to see if you're going to win again. Yep. And. Like, that Packers team will not look like that unless they, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure they're going to have a game or two because that's how they operate as an organization where they get thumped when they're playing well specifically. But they're, they're going to get right against the Lions. I mean, um, I would not panic at all about Green Bay. I mean, by the way, how many times have we been down this road with the Packers where it's off to a slow start and Rodgers has to come out and say, slow down, relax, we're going to be fine. Yeah, there is something, too, about why you, know, you should get angry, though. You should be throwing stuff on the on the sideline. Wow. That was embarrassing. I thought that There's, that was a good observation by Peter that King. That was. There should be a sense of urgency as well, too. Uh, but the other thing is the whole division loss. So as bad as the pass, Packers looked, are you really going to make a case after what you watched in Cincinnati that the Vikings are going to win the division? Well, that's the only team I can make a case for. You can't. I mean, I, yes. mean, I, I can't for the Bears, obviously. There's no chance. By the way, how about this tweet from Tripp? Is, he's asking for a price on Tyrod Taylor for comeback player of the year. He's, this is his point. And it's a good one. He literally had his lung punctured by the team doctor. Yeah. And he didn't play for the rest of the year. <clears throat> Hello, Trip. Uh, good to hear from you. I'm not even going to look. You think he has no chance? No. They'd have to win the division, and then he'd still have to put up numbers. It was Jacksonville. He played well, uh, but it was Jacksonville. I'd, I'd rather give me a Von Miller at 25 to 1, give me McCaffrey. Uh, that, that's, you'd have to. What, I didn't want, want to entertain it. I don't think you have to win the division to win the comeback player of the year. I don't think you have to get that far with it. That's not who he is, though. He's a kind of a game manager, kind conservative of, yeah. guy. He's not going to put up numbers. That was a 
kind of a fluke what happened mm. against uh, Jacksonville. That won't happen. Again. Well, I know this. He's not on. The, I don't see him on one betting board anyway. He should be uh, offered to bet on. Oh, it should be up. Well, he should I'll be up with. for sure. Right. That I yeah. agree with. Yeah. But that's, I don't even think, yeah. Hard to entertain that. What else? You like anything early for week two? Saints right now at minus four, too much. I got to bet the Panthers at four. That's that's a buy point. So what me. did you say yesterday? If I know the NFL like I know the NFL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on that way with Atlanta. I, this could be Kansas City all over again. Tampa's going to be laying huge point spreads, and they won't cover. They'll win, but they're going to be huge point spreads. Maybe a little Kansas City from last year. Okay, what's your buy point? Close wins. You, I know you said 14. Would you be willing to take 13? Yes, I'm not going to get 14. I thought that maybe the public gets involved. In I do see 12 and a halves out there. Okay. I so would if take, you wait, take 14. you would take 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 13 is a lot of points, too. And the defense we saw Thursday was the defense we saw for much of the season with Tampa. I mean, they, they couldn't slow down Matt Ryan in, yeah. in a couple of the games. They had issues against uh, the Saints. And then they just were on fire and, and awesome in the playoffs. But then again, it could be 35-7. And Ryan looks like that again. Uh, but I, I, I would think Smith would be all over him and say, this is unacceptable and embarrassing. I'll give, you, I'll give you one here. Certainly Tommy will move it on him. What, what do you want to do after week one watching that with Josh Allen and the Bills are laying three against the Dolphins? Oh, I like the Bills. I agree with Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So am I. I'm going to... Tua made two plays. I must say this again. Allen was not good on Sunday. At the same time, was also the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Fair. Okay. Yep. I, I yep. would anticipate this offense is going to look just fine as mm-hmm. the season progresses mm-hmm. and could be one of the best units in the entire league. Unless there's a full-blown regression and they just made a huge mistake by giving that guy that much money. And one year was the outlier, which I, mm-hmm. I think he's going to regress a little bit, but... They're going to be okay. Adam Chernoff's going to join the program coming up next. He joins us uh, every Tuesday at this time. Terrific at handicapping the NFL. Uh, was he ahead of some of these early line moves? And uh, does any week two number surprise him? We'll ask him coming up next. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio discover more shows and movies for free 
As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.